You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. I'm going to continue our series. It's an eight-week series entitled Truth Be Told. Okay? This series is about the parables of Jesus. And this is our second week, so uh, wala ka pang masyadong na-miss na if it's your first time here. Uh, before I start, let's just talk about parables. Parables are stories or, or stories to illustrate moral principles of truth. Um, most people today think that parables are, are, are given or delivered by Jesus so that it would be easy for his hearers or uh, it will, his hearers, yung mga nakikinig sa kanya, will easily understand yung sinasabi ni Jesus. But basically, parables were given to hide the truth behind the stories. Parables are given to those, or the real meaning of the parables at least, are given to those who are interested. And sa mga hindi, they can only see the, the, the kumbaga, yung surface ng isang kwento. But parables have meanings behind them. And in Luke 8 verse 10, sabi nga dito, to you, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. Jesus was talking to his disciples because after he, was, he, he told a parable, his disciples went to him and he said, it was already it's given to you. But for others, they are in parables so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Basically, parables are given to reveal the kingdom of God, the purpose of God. And it is meant for those who wants to understand it, who approaches Jesus and asking, Lord, I want to understand this parable. I want to know the meaning behind it. It was meant for them to, uh, to know Jesus more, to appreciate Jesus more, to understand the kingdom of God, and that they, at basically to love Jesus more. And the rest, of course, those who are not interested, they only see the, the surface of the story. Also, parables are meant to be applied. It's not just a story, an entertaining story kapag nanood ka, for example, ng movie, nanood ka, tapos yun, yun na yun. But parables are meant to be applied. It requires a response from the one who is giving the parable. Last week, we talked about the parable of the sower and it, we talked about the, um, the different kinds of, of, of heart, the different kinds of soil likened to a, or the different kinds of heart likened to a soil in how we receive the Word of God. And right now, we are going to talk about uh, the kingdom of God. Okay, like I said earlier, that the kingdom of God is when Jesus came here, His message, uh, a lot of His message was, was talking about um, the kingdom of God. And as we're going to, um, about to talk about this, the reason why we have to understand the kingdom of God is because it is under, in understanding the kingdom of God, it would be dependent on understanding the kingdom of God will be dependent in how we become active or passive when it comes to our Christian walk with God. If we understand it, we will participate. If we don't understand it, something else will happen, which is we won't participate. Okay? In one of the examples uh, that Jesus talked about 
the kingdom of God is in the Lord's Prayer, very popular. Sabi niya, this is how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven, holy be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Also in, Ma- in Matthew 6, 33, it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Imagine that. Diba? Parang ito, ang dami kong may kakilala na who loves this verse. Because they would see na if I seek His kingdom, okay, when I pray for provision, it will come. When I seek for His kingdom, when I pray for healing, it will come. When I seek His kingdom, when I pray for that someone, it will come. Diba? But, um, and because of that, because of that, knowing that if we seek His kingdom and all of these things will fall into place, we become passionate. And I was reminder, reminded of a, of a commercial before, yung Energizer Bunny. Diba? Yung, uh, yung commercial nila is that it keeps on going and going and going. Yung, yung Energizer Bunny doesn't stop, nagda-drums, ganyan. Because, yun um, But the reality is this. Even though in our Christian walk that we want to keep on going and going. Question, how many of you here wants to keep on going and going? You, you want to be passionate for God. You want, no matter what happens, that you are going to worship God. You will trust Him. When even though that you are in lack, you will trust Him. Even though that there are bad things that are happening, you will say, you will confess, Lord, you are going to move in my life. Okay lang to, ganon. But the reality is, it doesn't work that way. There are times that our life is sucked out of us, di ba? Kumbaga, hini, may humihigop. That's the reason why we become discouraged. That's the reason why sometimes we forget His, His love for us because of the things that are happening in our lives. And one of these things is, is when you look at the TV, di ba? When you look at the TV, you would see news, different news. You're saying, Lord, let your kingdom come in this place. And Lord, ito yung pinagpapray ko. I'm in faith. Kaninang, kaninang hapon, when we, we were in church. Pero right now, when I open my TV, this is what I see. Bombings, terrorist attacks, patayan. Someone got killed, someone got raped. Is this, is this the kingdom that you are telling us? What is happening in the world right now? There's a... Um, there's a song na ginawa ng Black Eyed Peas uh, years ago or when they were starting their career. The, their first song was, uh, it, it was entitled, Where is the Love? Diba? It was years ago. Um, pero right now, they made a, a ano ba tawag doon? Yung, uh, revive ulit nila. <laughs> okay? Wala pang 20 years. revive kagad nila with a different take on it. Why? The reason behind it is because of what's happening in the world. Kumbaga, ito na yung, yung where is the love? Ito na yung, ano, yung sa, sa time ni Pastor Sunny, ito na yung we are the world natin ngayon, mga bata. Di ba? So, where is the love? Even issues regarding the church, when we see news that we would see the spiritual leader committing adultery, or stealing from using the church to steal from people. When you see that, you become discouraged. Is this the kind of kingdom that you are talking about, God? And not only that, 
Let me bring it more personal. Is this the kind of kingdom that you're telling me, Lord? That's going to be a victorious kingdom. Pero, bakit yung buhay ko parang hindi victorious? That I, keep, you, I want to keep on going and going and going, but on the other hand, I keep on falling and falling and falling. I keep on making the same mistakes over and over again. Yes, I love you so much, pero with all these struggles in me, Lord, I'm really having a hard time. And because of that, when we start to look at these things, we would start to become, Lord, to become afraid. Now, Lord, is, is your kingdom really a glorious kingdom? Is your kingdom really going to come in this place? You become anxious. You become, eventually you become bored in church because paulit-ulit lang naman eh. Walang nagbabago. And then you start to start Instead of living, you start to, church becomes boring, and then you start, stop moving, and you stop going to church because of these things. Not only going to church, but you start, start to stop reading your word, start to stop worshiping Him with all of these things. But let me tell you this, that our God, His kingdom here on earth is established. His kingdom is continuing to grow and that is our, our, our goal here for today. Why? Because our understanding of the kingdom of God will decide if we will keep on going or stop moving. Kung magpapatuloy pa tayo dito sa ating paglalakad in following Jesus or understanding na Merong saisay tong ginagawa natin. Diba? So right now, can I invite everyone to stand up as we read God's Word? We're going to read in Luke 13, verse 18 to 21. This is the parable of the mustard seed and leaven. Or in other versions, it's the parable of the, the mustard seed and the yeast. Can we all read this sabay-sabay? One, two, three. He said, therefore... What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden. And it grew and became a tree. And the birds of the air made nests in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leaven. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word, your word that's, that speaks life. But right now, Lord God, we, we don't want to become other people who would just see the surface of your stories, of these parables. But right now, we are asking for your Holy Spirit to teach us, to speak to us, Lord God. So we may not only appreciate your word, Lord God, but at the end of the day, that we would love you more. Lord, we give this time to you. We honor you. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. So what is the kingdom of God? Ngayon pinag-uusapan natin itong kingdom of God. The kingdom of God was basically ushered in by Jesus when He came here on earth. Um, when He came here on earth, He declared that the kingdom of God, of course, na meron na siyang ruler, a king, 
And it is also um, kung paano pumasok doon sa kingdom na yun. And there are only two ways for you to enter the kingdom of God. And it is to repent of our sins. And second is to believe in what Jesus did on the cross. In other words, it talks about the gospel. Okay? The gospel, when we try to understand the gospel, the gospel is the good news. For us to appreciate, to appreciate what Jesus did, kailangan mong yung gospel. Ano ba yung gospel? The understanding that we as a people are sinners. Because of sin, God, we are separated from God. And because we are separated from God, yung, yung mga blessings na gusto niyang bigay, yung favor na gusto niyang bigay, hindi yun magpo-flow sa atin. Because of our sin. Okay? And because of our sin, we are eternally um, destined to go to hell. And going to hell is not like going to believe in prison. Okay? Na, na pag nakulong ka, pwedeng 50 years, 70 years, 80 years. And when we go to hell, this is eternity. It's not a million years even. This is eternity. And the worst thing about hell is this, that we will never experience the love of God. We are all destined to go there because of our sin. But because of God's great love and grace and mercy for us, He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross on our behalf, carrying our sins. And when we stop trusting in our own self and believe in what Jesus did, that He indeed is the one who saved us from our sins and that He was rose again in the third day, that is the time that we become a new creation. That is the time that we become part of the, the, of the kingdom. Here's, here's one thought I realize. Uh, because sometimes when we talk about the gospel, we, we, ano tayo medyo, minsan ano tayo when it comes to our good works, we have to realize that all the things that we do here will not save us. When we raise up our hands, when we sing, when you read the Bible for four hours, it will not save you. When you sing, when you volunteer, when you give a million to charity, it will not save you. What saves us is the grace of God through Jesus Christ. Scripture says in Isaiah that all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. And if we can save ourselves through all these things, as in Abiko, good works, reading our Bible, and all of this stuff, if we can save ourselves, the question is this Jesus, why did you have to die on the cross? The reason why he had to die on the cross is because we can't save ourselves. Our good works can't save ourselves. Our good works are good, but they're not good enough. Then the reason why we, we worship him, the reason why we, 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 we praise him is because right now it's a response to the good news, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. The reason why I want to read my Bible every day is because it's a response, Lord, you saved me, and I want to know you more. I just don't want to say that you saved me. I want to know you more, Jesus. The reason why I give is because, Lord, you have given me a lot of things. And kung merong mang ibibigay na sobrang walang kupas, ito yung you saving me from an eternity in hell. So why can't I worship you in just this small amount that I could give? Diba? Because He deserves our glory. He deserves our praise. We do good works not to gain favor, but we do good works in response of the gospel. Okay? And when Jesus came, like I said, that he ushered, when he ushered the kingdom, it is 
bringing the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the best thing about this gospel is it's free. Libre po siya. That you don't have to work for it. You have to receive it only by repenting and believing. Okay? And knowing that, that the gospel fuels us. Fuels us to worship Him. Fuels us to, to, to trust Him and have faith in Him. We have to understand that the kingdom of God is moving. Therefore, I can keep on going. Can you say that? One, two, three. The kingdom of God is moving. Therefore, I can keep on going. Christianity continues to grow and the gospel is unstoppably spreading. If you would hear a news of what's happening in, 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 the, in Christianity, okay, especially negative stuff, for example, you know, a few months ago, diba, you would hear news about um, terrorists like ISIS beheading Christians, 20 Christians and all of that. And sometimes when you hear a news like that, it, you, you become discouraged and, Lord, is, it, is the gospel really advancing? But there's also a scripture that says that the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. And forceful men lay hold of it or forceful men are trying to attack it. But at the, at the beginning of that spectrum, you would see that the gospel, that the kingdom of God is for, forcefully advancing. Every time that there is something good that is happening, there will always be opposition. When you become a Christian, it's not a bed of roses. And what I mean about that is that when we see things in, in the news or in our life, it doesn't mean that the kingdom of God is not advancing. But we want to say that it is really moving. Therefore, we can keep on going. And in Scripture, yung binasa natin kanina, this is where we are going to learn that principle. In Luke 13, verse uh, 18 to 21, the first half of those verses na binasa natin, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? Jesus said, It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden. And it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made a nest in its branches. So the first aspect that we have to understand in the kingdom of God is that it is growing. Okay? It is growing. Basically, Jesus is saying that the kingdom of God will grow from small to big. When we talk about the mustard seed, the mustard seed is the smallest seed, particularly during their uh, time. Okay? And kung titignan just sa picture, it's so small. If you're going to look at your, your thumb, tingnan nyo yung thumb dyan, yung mga line mar, yung lines dyan, di ba? Tapos imagine in those lines, compare it here, kung ganong kaliit yung mustard seed. So small almost looks like a dust. It's so small, it's, it looks insignificant, but in time, it grows up to become a huge tree. Most of Jesus' followers here, during this time, marami mga sumusunod sa kanya. And yung sumusunod, when I talk about sumusunod sa kanya, it doesn't mean that they, ano, they are his disciples. Okay? Uh, there's this a group of people who would follow him who, who are really his disciples. There's a group naman who would follow him because they want to, kumbaga, mag-aabang sila if itayin natin na magkaroon ng mistake to si Jesus. There's a group of followers who, who just see Jesus as a wise man that he speaks so well, ang galing nito, I can learn from this teacher, so I will follow him. 
There's another group na gustong sumunod kay Jesus because meron libreng pagkain. Okay? And and in 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 those things uh, na mga sumusunod sa kanya, there's from those groups of people, I'm going to divide that into two things, two groups again. One group is what you call the we could categorize as the learned, yung mga marunong uh, nag-aral, ganyan, which basically they are the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, uh, the priests, yan, sila yun. And the, on the other side, most of his listeners were um, uh, Gentiles, they were uh, unlearned as well, uh, they were uh, outcasts of society. And for me, if I was there na and I was categorized as one of the outcasts of the society or unlearned. Then Jesus was, was saying that, that, that from a mustard seed, it will eventually grow. That would speak to me that you, I may not be significant. I may be small in the sight of others. But grabe, I want to become that mustard seed at, as well. In other words, Jesus was giving hope to his people. That even though that you are small, even though you look at yourself at the mirror insignificant, or others would look at you as small and insignificant, this is the hope that we have from these scriptures. That this may be small, but one day it's going to grow into something big. Sabi nga ni, ni Milo, one of the wise, uh, one of the wise sayings that I got. Probably hindi siya yung yung original nito, that great things starts from small beginnings. Diba? When you start to read your word, sa simula siguro, you, you're bored, ganyan. Pero you have to start somewhere. You start to read your word. So una probably, it's just a one verse. But if you keep on doing it, probably one chapter na. Hanggang sa maging two chapters. Why? You have to start at something. Kumbaga, sometimes we want something instant, pero some, it's not like that. A mustard seed grows big in its proper condition as well. If you bring a mustard seed here in the Philippines, tapos yun, uh, tanim, itanim natin to dito sa, probably in your backyard. Let me tell you this. I promise you that that seed won't grow. <laughs> okay? Why? Because it's in the wrong environment. Wrong condition. The reason why a mustard seed grows big because they have they are planting it or throwing it as in bubunga in a perfect condition for the mustard seed in in Israel, diba? Because of that perfect condition, the soil is right, the weather is right. Because of that condition, it becomes a big tree. And I believe that some of you here wants to grow in Christ, the question is, is your, the condition around you, is it the right condition? Probably one of these conditions is, yes, you read your word, pero do you, when you come here, are you expectant to worship God? Are you expectant to hear from God? One condition that would help you to grow in your spiritual walk as well is, are you part of a victory group? Are you part of a group where, where you can ask someone to pray for you? where you can be with other people who are on fire for God so that you yourself can be on fire for God, setting the right 
condition. Or a person who would just who would just go into clubs, who would just party all night, who would just um, play video games, or always looking at the internet? Or are you a person who wants to grow in Christ? If you are that kind of person who wants to grow, the proper condition, like a mustard seed, must be set in place. And the good thing about this is that you can make that decision. You can set the tone of that condition. Yung mustard seed, hindi. Pero we have the choice. We have the power to set that condition. The promise that you will grow. Because at the end of the day, God wants to use you. Your spiritual growth and understanding the kingdom of God does not only benefit you, but it would benefit others as well. Like, like when the mustard seed grew to become a big tree, it benefited benefited all the birds in the air. And you're right here, you may be someone, you're a dad, you're a son, you're a mom, and you're saying that, ito, magbabasa na naman ako ng Bible, ganyan, you're, a, you're an employee, parang lagi na lang nagbabasa ng Bible, parang wala naman nangyayari. But you never know, you don't know what's going to happen. You never know that, yes, probably, matagal ka nagbabasa, pero, like, at least in our situation, um, I've been reading a lot of things about being about how fathers, especially when I, when I got saved, I was a student, but there were times that I would read scriptures about being a good father, how to use it to become a father. And for a student, that would not apply to me. Diba? But when, as you continue to read that, it would just be ingrained in your heart. Then at the proper time, God will do something. And that proper time, of course, is is when I got my first daughter. And, and because of what the things that was implanted in my heart, I am able to, to apply it to my daughter to become a good father. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm just thankful na meron akong pinagsimulan. I remember the time when, when I got, uh, the time that I gave my life to Jesus. I guess it's really by His grace. Uh, sabi, I, it was, I was 18 years old. And... Probably it's just a, a, a God speaking to me because I was in my head, I was saying that if I do this 10 years from now, if I don't receive Jesus right now, and I just do it 10 years after, when I'm 28, okay, parang sayang yung time, di ba, na 10 years. So I would just give my life right now, know Him right now, so that when I become 28 years old, I may not be perfect, but I'm thankful that th those 10 years have been a foundation in my relationship with Jesus. Why? Because great things start from small beginnings. And when we start to realize that, that this thing, that the kingdom of God is indeed growing, we can have the confidence in knowing that the kingdom of God is moving, therefore, I can keep on going. I can keep on going in reading His Word. I can keep on going to church. Even though that I'm going through some stuff, I can go to church because I know the kingdom of God is moving in my life. I can still give even though na alam ko na kapos ako pag binigay ko to. Because since the kingdom of God is moving, He still can provide for my needs. Okay? Another aspect is it's not only growing, but it's transforming. 
In Luke 13, yung second half, and again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven or yeast okay, that a woman talk, uh, took and hid in three meshes of flour until it was all leavened. Okay? Or, or yeast. Diba? Ano ba yung ginagawa ng yeast? Ito yung pangpalsa. If you mix it in, 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 in bread, pinapalaki niyo yung ano, tinapay. Uh, uh, unleavened bread, ano siya, uh, pag yung texture niya is matigas. It's hard to, ano, uh, basta hard. Okay? Unlike a bread that is leaven, an example of that is yung mga tinapay natin, yung tasty, ganyan. Na madali lang, ano, di ba? Konting ano lang, madaling punitin, tear. <laughs> Basta yun, you, you, you got the point. Di ba? Malambot siya. And siya yung nagbibigay ng, ano, ng bubbles sa, ano, di ba? Kung titignan mo rin yung ibang mga tinabay. Kung, if you're going to look at it carefully, di ba? Parang may mga butas-butas yun. That's what the yeast does. Uh, Kung baga, pinapalaki niya yung tinapay. And it says here that, a small, just a, a little leaven or a little small yeast can really make some something ano, uh, grow. Okay? Uh, it says here actually yung, yung, yung floor is three measures or 60 pounds or in other words, isang sakong bigas. Imagine that, di ba? Just a small amount of yeast tinago ng babae Tapos yun, eventually it grew into it something big. From that small yeast, that yeast, that leaven, influence the whole dough. Imagine that kung ginawa natin yun, siguro, we would have a lot of bread dito ngayon. <laughs> diba? Na pwede natin kainin. And the yeast is like that. The leaven is like that. That it can't be seen Hindi mo makikita, pero it starts to, you don't realize that it's already influencing everything around it. And you know what? God has placed you, wherever you are right now, to become an influence in society. God has called you to become salt and light. You may not see yourself right now na, na, to become that person, na salt and light person, ganyan. but probably because you're looking at what you're seeing in the mirror. If I would look at myself in the mirror, I would, I would probably think that, that uh, I can't do this. I can stand here. I can minister to people. I can do victory groups. I can do one-to-one. I can do singles retreat. Magagawin namin two weeks from now. I can do these things. But if you start to look at, that, at your heart, at that seed of yours that's starting to grow, that has been implanted by the gospel of Jesus Christ. You start to trust Him. You start to have faith to move. You start to have faith to grow. You start to have the faith to do His will. And that's the reason why you can do, you can become salt and light in the world because you know at the end of the day, it's not about you, but the person living in you who is Jesus Christ. This moving uh, in your heart Small amount of leaven affected the whole floor. It transformed the floor inside out. That's how the kingdom moves. It starts from inside, influencing everything around it. 
wherever you are right now, again, God has given you a mission. Don't look at yourself, but look at the power of Jesus Christ. Sabi dito in Luke 17, being asked by the Pharisees when, when the kingdom of God would come. Kaya ba darating tong kingdom of God na sinasabi mo? Jesus answered, the kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed, nor will they say, look here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. When Jesus was saying this, he was already talking to himself that the kingdom of God is here. Okay? But when he resurrected, the kingdom of God is now of God is now living inside of us. That's the reason why we can keep on going because we know that the kingdom of God is moving. If we're going to look also in history, yes, there's a lot of things that's happening in history. Uh, there are even times in history na parang there was no hope for the Christians during the Roman times. Christians were being burned uh, at the stake, burned alive. During the uh, Middle Ages, Christians were also killed. During the Industrial Age, uh, when, when, when principles are starting to come about evolution and all of these things, about science, there have been many oppositions. But if you're going to look at it, Christianity is still here. Not because of us, but because really that the kingdom of God is still advancing. And if you're going to look as well, all major aspects in society has been influenced by Christianity. The reason why we have a school system, an educational system, because of the church. The reason why we have uh, uh, breakthroughs in science, the reason why we have uh, slavery was abolished is because of Christianity. That is what we are meant to do, to become influenced of society. That is what God can do for you or through you to become an influence wherever you are. There was, um, I had the privilege of sharing the, uh, to share a word in Northgate, okay? Uh, there's this group of people that meets every Wednesday in one of the BPOs there. And they invited me to speak kasi nga, mga single sila. And, um, they invited me to speak at 6 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> BPO Life. So I went there 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, actually, dapat 5:30 maaga so that I can connect with them. Ganyan. Uh, and there were around 30 people who attended. But I asked them, "How did this start, ba? How did this uh, Bible study of 30 people <laughs> started?" Then they told me that it was started, it started two years ago by four people from church. They prayed and believed that God would transform their company, that the gospel of God would move in this company. And because of the faithfulness of these four people, believing that the kingdom of God is indeed moving, they're able to go and disciple people. Because of these four people, they were able to, to raise up leaders, victory group leaders, who would share the gospel as well. Because of these four people, they were able to get people to go through Victory Weekend, to go through one-to-one -one and attend church. Because of four people who had the faith that God's kingdom would move in that company. Let me tell you this. 
you may be alone in that company, in that campus, but, and you may not have someone else besides you, but you have one big God who can back you up. That's the reason why we can have the confidence to go. That's the reason why we can have the confidence to share the gospel to other people. Starting small makes you appreciate everything when you become big. Uh, the thing that I realize here is that the reason why sometimes, Lord, bakit ba kailangan maliit? Diba? When, it's, when you start at something small, when you start at big kagad, you, st- you don't appreciate it, di ba? Okay, yan, binigay sa akin. Pero when you start at something small, you appreciate the goodness of God. The reason why I love, uh, first of all, I love our church in Victory Alabang because when I got saved, I saw how that started. 15, 16, 18 years ago, I saw how it started from a group of 150 people attending church. Now we are averaging around 10,000 in that church. And going back in how God was good, I appreciate yung mga pinagdaanan because I saw it something small and now it's big. And the reason why I'm also excited to be here in Victory Las Piñas because that is my prayer. Sabi ko na, Lord, I saw what happened in Victory Alabang and right now I want to witness that again here in Victory Las Piñas. That from a group of small people, come on, give God a hand. From two services, small congregation compared to other churches, pero actually malaki na to compared to other churches, but I want to see your grace, your goodness. Not only that a church will be big, it, that would be selfish, but for people's lives to really change. That the lives of people in this church, from darkness to light, from, from defeat to victory, that we would hear testimonies upon testimonies of, the, of God's grace changing the lives of people. And that's the reason why that the kingdom of God is moving. Therefore, I can keep on going. <laughs> I can keep on going to make disciples. I can keep on going to share the gospel to other people. I can keep on going to share the gospel to my office mates. I can keep on going to share the gospel to my relatives. Lalo na malapit na yung Pasko. Di ba? I can share to to my relatives. I may only share, probably isalang yung masisharan ko ng gospel sa office may, sa office ko or or what. But that is already a big uh, thing in the eyes of God. Why? Because big things starts from small things. And last is the kingdom of God is growing. It's transforming. But our confidence, uh, the the reason why we have confidence in this kingdom is not only about those things because but because it's also everlasting that this kingdom has no end that it has no boundaries na hindi ma kumbaga hindi matatapos yung administrasyon ni Jesus hindi siya papalitan and the reason why we want Jesus to be king because because he loves us he died for us he is worthy of our praise and that he is the one who can bless us and that can fill the voids in our hearts this kingdom precedes the life that we are living here on earth. The people during those times, they were looking for an earthly kingdom. They were looking for a king, a political king, who would change everything instantly. But Jesus, God, is not like that. He doesn't, dust, he doesn't do things instantly. The reason why we want to do things instantly is because 
yung oras natin, mauubos na. Tama ba? Kaya gusto natin ngayon na. Kasi kung hindi ngayon na, baka matapos na yung oras. But because, our, but because this kingdom that we're talking about is an everlasting kingdom, God is not worried about time. And that's the reason why that we can have the confidence because it's an everlasting kingdom. It is an established kingdom. Daniel 7 verse 14 it says, And to him was given dominion and glory and the kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. How many of you guys are glad that his kingdom will not pass away? Na may saysay itong ginagawa natin. Diba? May saysay yung pagkanta natin, pagpalakpak natin, pagbasa natin ng Bible because His kingdom will not pass away. In Luke 1 verse 32 to 33, He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High and the Lord God will give to Him the throne of His father David and He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and His kingdom there will be no end. Wow! God's kingdom is growing. It's continuing to transform our lives. It is, in other words, unstoppable. Nothing can stop it. 1 Timothy 1.17, it says, To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. The reason why we can put our trust or be confident that this kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, because... Our God is an everlasting God. Jesus, when He gave His life for us, He did not remain dead. He rose again, proving that He already have the power over life and death, that He has keys over, over life and death. And because of that, our assurance and our confidence is based on the person of Jesus Christ who is ushering this kingdom in this world. If we're also going to look at the life of Jesus, right now, for us, Jesus is a superstar. But if you're going to look at the context of his time, again, Jesus was just like a teacher for most of the people. Jesus was like a wise person to a lot of people. Jesus is a, in a way, a nobody. Bakit nobody? Kaya nga siya pinapatay sa cross eh. If he was really a somebody, they will not kill him. But because he was a nobody, they subjected him to the cross. Like a mustard seed that looks small and nobody. But this mustard seed grew. On the third day, Jesus rose again. On the third day, he proved that he is indeed the Son of God. And that's the reason why, if we're going to look at this context about the mustard seed and the yeast, Jesus went through these things as well. The reason why we can apply this in our life. Before, wala lang Christianity. Wala lang, ganun. But right now, if you're going to see how much Christianity has, has permeated, has influenced society right now. After 2,000 years, probably the disciples, 
Probably they expected na mangyayari to. They had the faith. Pero tayo, di ba, sometimes we have to go back. If I was in that time, in the time of Jesus, can I be like that disciple who would see that the whole world will know Jesus? Or will I be someone who would just look at the temporary or in what I can see right now? So my prayer is that we would understand, continue to understand this parable that indeed, that the reason why we can go is because God's kingdom is still moving. The reason why we can still have the faith that God is still moving in our midst even though that we're going to a lot of things because His kingdom is advancing. The reason why that even though that financially we are in lack, that there's things that's happening in our families, unforgiveness with other people, decision makings, or struggles, personal struggles that we have, let me tell you this. Even though that we have these things, we can keep on going because the kingdom of God is still moving. There is hope. You are not going to be stuck in that situation. Sasabay tayo dito. But the choice is indeed yours if you really want to participate in what God is doing in your life and in this world. The kingdom of God is moving, therefore, I can keep on going. Let's all bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that gives us life, that gives us hope. Lord, my prayer is that that it would just be buried down, that this word would be buried down in our hearts that we would not become like the Pharisees who would just see it as a story. But I pray that this word would change us, Lord God, inside out. If you're here right now, probably there's, there are things in your life that try to hinder you to grow in your relationship with God. Or probably you're here, you're starting to get tired. You're saying, Lord, may saisay pa ba tong ginagawa ko? You, just, you feel like you want to quit. Let me tell you this, that the kingdom of God is moving. It's in your midst. If you're that person, I just want to pray for you. I want you to raise up your hands so that I would see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. Let me pray for you. Lord Jesus, you see our hands. You see that sometimes we are going through stuff, unfavorable stuff, mga bagay na hindi kaaya sa buhay namin, Lord God. But as you see this hands raised, as you see us humbling ourselves before you, thank you, Lord God, that indeed you'll make things grow in our lives, Lord God. We put our confidence in your kingdom that is moving indeed, Lord God, that is not stopping. And it's also moving in our lives. Lord, I speak a blessing in the lives of these people. You know what they're going through. You know what they're praying for as well, Lord God. My prayer is the Lord's prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, let your kingdom come and will be done on this earth, on the lives of, of these people as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for your grace, for your love, for your Holy Spirit that would keep us to go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
another prayer. If you are here and you haven't given your life and made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, probably kilala mo siya, you've heard of Him in your school, in your religion class, but you really haven't made Jesus Christ as your personal Savior because Jesus didn't came here on this earth to bring religion. In religion, you just grow from religion. But what He's asking for is this, that He wants to have a personal relationship with you. And you're saying, hindi ko alam kung magsisimula. And I'm telling you this, it starts in this small thing. Repenting and believing in the gospel. So, with all heads bowed down and all eyes closed again for the last time, all across this room, if you are that person, you're saying, I want Jesus to become, Lord Jesus, I want you to become my personal Lord and Savior. In the count of three, I want you to raise up your hands. One, two, three. Small beginnings. Come on now. Small beginnings. Small beginnings. Thank you. These are your small beginnings. These are the seeds that are planted already. Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those hands up, up there. Lord, thank you. If you are that person, you're raising up your hands in this, in this place, or you're not raising up your hands, but you, you want to receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit that I am a sinner needing a Savior. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge what you did on the cross for me, that you died for my sin, and you also rose from the dead, proving that you are the Son of God. Dear Jesus, make this seed grow in my life from this day onward. Change me, renew me, transform me to the person you have called me to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can you give God a hand for that?